podcast. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> Listener are as excited as them for this episode. Uh, welcome to Podcast and Praxis. I'm David. I'm here with Rob. Hello. Jamie. All right. And James. All right. What's happening, Trips? Um, well, it's Christmas. I think everybody's uh, slogged into their hovels, uh, as am I. So happy, happy I've, holidays. I've been, I've been locked in my hovel like all fucking year, mate. This isn't really anything new to me. I wish I was fucking locked in the hovel right now. I've got to go out tomorrow, and I'm not. I'm really not looking forward to it at all. Fucking rip! Is that you with the, like the gas mask and the duct tape on? I. Uh, yes to both of those questions. It both is gas <laughs> mask time, and it is twenty eight days later. No, it's going to be like I guarantee you, there'll still be people out. I've got to go into Glasgow to get stitches removed for this surgery I had this week, which is a story and a half, and. In Glasgow, I guarantee you, despite it being lockdown, there's going to be tons of people out on the roads shopping and doing all sorts of other garbage. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm really not looking forward to tomorrow. I'll be very glad when I'm able to get home and just, like, seal myself in the tomb, you know? Fuck rolling back the stone. I want to roll the stone into place. Keep those maskless fucks away from me. Um, so, I guess we might as well just kind of file through the last of the, the news for the year, eh? Yeah, I why mean, not? It could be the last episode ever, from what I've been hearing. Apparently, there's a bunch. I mean, there's a bunch of people with acronym uh, F B P E <laughs> on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They seem to be saying the end is nigh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Broccoli supplies are running short. It's the end of the world. Ah, good, excellent. Well, we'll we'll get onto that in a little bit, shall we? Um, first off, just a few little bits and bobs that we've got. Um. <clears throat> Dan Hannon? Do we know Dan Hannon? He's a Tory, isn't he? Yeah, he's a former MEP. He's a fucking Brexit lunatic. Like, he's a full-on Rand libertarian guy. Yeah, um, I think he was the one that tweeted about how, um, like, actually, the, the virus isn't that deadly and we'll all be fine, so we should just get on with it. Yeah, pretty much. He's one of them. Yeah, quality. Um, he's he's a lord, or at least soon to be a lord now, so yep. that's that's great. Congratulations cool. to him uh, and what's was the other guy's name who I thought was even better was uh, Peter Crudders. Oh, Crudders. Yeah, both yeah. like peers. Uh, Peter Crudders, for those of you with long memories, you may or may not remember, uh, he was actually caught on recording by undercover journalist offering uh, cash for access to the then Prime Minister, David Cameron, in 2012 uh, for 250,000 yes. quid. Um and what he said That's a proper classic scandal. Like Yeah. Why does that not happen anymore? No, we have classic scandals. It's just no one regards them as actual scandals. It's yeah, uh, that, that's that probably a... that's probably happened twice today already. And just no one gives yeah, a fuck. Is this just is this hypernormalization? Don't get me fucking started. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's overrated. Two thousand twelve was like just fucking eons ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There were dinosaurs roaming the earth back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, now we're in the fucking cabinet. That's why that Olympic ceremony was so interesting. Christ, you know, I genuinely don't have that in my head most of the time. It's like it's, you know, I live in blissful ignorance of the fact that we put on a fucking pageant about the NHS on international television. And then you mention it and my brain is like fucking flashbacks to Nam. I just see like nurses and dancing on trampoline beds and all this kind of shit. But they're dressed in like 50s. Like what the fuck was all of that? It yeah. honestly and feels like a fever Imagine dream. how many how many claps they had to pay for all that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why oh. they were bouncing on the beds. If they were bouncing on the bed, that counted as a clap, and so they could, you know, be like a perpetual motion machine. Possibly. So he he offered cash for honors, you know, two hundred fifty thousand, and pretty much said on tape, uh, you know, two hundred fifty thousand is Premier League access. What you would get is when we talk about. Um, what you would like is we get you at the Cameron Osborne dinners where you pick up a lot of information and everything said within like the 250,000 quid donation room is confidential and you can ask the PM practically any question you want, which to be fair, being able to ask David Cameron any question you want and get a truthful answer. <laughs> I'm not sure. If that, is, is that worth 250,000 quid? It might be. I do actually, I can quite respect the pun work going into calling, you know, paying money to see the prime minister. Premier League, that's quite good. It's such a normal time, though. Like, 250,000, if you compare it to all the shit that's currently going on with um, the family members and neighbours and landlords of, I think, pretty much everybody in the Tory cabinet by now, just, like, hoovering up corona contracts, it's just, like, 250 quid, 1,000, just seems so cheap now. Yeah, 250 grand's, like, six minutes of test and trace. (laughs) It's one consultant's lunch break at this point. Yeah, it's it's a single it's a single lorry in Kent. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say like I feel like it? I, I feel like in retrospect, our whole you know bit about the lorry hurtling through Kent hasn't aged well, has it? <laughs> well, it's, it's, just, it's think, just not hurtling anymore. <laughs> well, I think I did I did say on that episode that you know what I mean at one point that the, the lorry's just sat in like gridlock while the driver just screams as if he's moving at speed (laughs) and it turns out that's that's exactly what's happened but with more bottles of piss everywhere (laughs) i know it's not just the bottles of piss it's the bags of dog it's the bags of shit in the trees it's not dog shit it's driver shit so really what they've done is they've they've taken fucking britain land or whatever the fuck it was called the london resort i'll have you know uh episode 54 for listeners who are not aware (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the London Resort in Kent. There you go. Um, it's it's real. They made it a thing, and the miracle of Brexit has brought us this. <laughs> There's just no rides. It's just it's just a sea of driver piss. It sounds like what we said it was going to be. So I'm happy with that. I saw this video doing its round on Twitter today of like a guy talking over one of the giant fucking car parks. And, uh, like, I genuinely can't wrap my head around just, like, this is it when they've locked down temporarily, um, and maybe they're going to lift it again. I don't know. Like, you know, let's fucking find out. Yeah, but... it's it's wild that they're going to such lengths to try and, like, you know, it's like, oh, fuck, the borders are closed. We've got lorries backing up everywhere. Ring France and tell them we were, like, lying about the, the fucking <laughs> strain and all this mm. sort of shit and it's like what for the like the 20 minutes that the the border is going to be open again before like brexit closes it yeah 
I, I can't imagine how it's going to be when this is it, like, who's going to want to come here when you're going to be stuck on this side of the border for God knows how fucking long? I mean, why does anyone want to fucking come here anyway? Well, yeah. it's a mystery to me. You've got, like, literally everywhere else in the world you could go when you come to the, you come to this fucking piss-stained shithole. Well, it's, I think technically, like, these are not people who want to come for a visit. They're just lorry drivers trying to drop off um, oranges and lemons and get the fuck out again. In my in my mind, the only the only like tourist Britain ever gets is those absolutely batshit Americans. You know the ones that you see on the new like saw on the news crying when Thatcher died or whatever. Oh Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> oh so, yeah, yeah. Oh, like God, I, she was the people's princess. You know, Jamie, you, you say that, but Scotland has its own version of it that are even more cursed. So, uh, like, so my my fiance is American. And she's good. She's good. She's all right. She's like, she counts as like, you know, a, a proper leftist Scot at this point. So that's but... spelt with two E's. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> so she came over on her first visit and I was like, oh, let's, let's go to Edinburgh. Let's like check out the, you know, the tourist traps there. Because genuinely I'd never been, I'd never been to Edinburgh Castle or anything like that. So we got up to Edinburgh Castle and it's closed due to high winds. But there's this tourist trap right beside it that was blasting um, Flogging Molly. And so she's like, oh, is that Flogging Molly? I'm like, yeah. It's like, can we have a look? And I'm like, sure. So we go in and it turns out it's this multi-level thing vanishing beneath the streets. And Jamie, I've never seen Scottish culture prostituted so wantonly and with such vigor in my entire <laughs> fucking life. Like we're talking, they had booths where you could dress up in the tartan of your ancestors and get like a photograph taken and he'd photoshop you into like a castle and shit. Like I'm, that I'm I'm picturing like just you know what I mean, a series of basements full of like Americans dressed like Ross Abbott. You're not far wrong. You're really not. <laughs> and they had like a big fucking like uh, a faded printout of like, you know, just from like a Daisy dot printer or something like that. Um Daisy Wheel dot printer stuck on the wall just saying, We want your greenbacks, American dollars accepted here, and all this kind of shit. And Jeez. uh yeah, no, just like totally, totally crazy. And then it, we got to the wall of Tartan Twee Tat, and it was just nuts. Like, genuinely, there was a video being sold, and I saw an American pick up and went, Oh, this looks great. And it was um some guy playing the bagpipes next to the fourth road bridge. That was it. Was it Alistair Campbell? I mean, I, maybe. I don't fucking know. For I as twisted as it was, it probably might as well have been. Yeah, I've, I've got um, I've got a, a castle-related anecdote I can share as well. I'll go on. When when we were kids, um, my mom took with a uh, walk with castle. I think it was, and. When we got there, my brother had like a big crying fit and wouldn't go in because on the in the car ride there, I told him Skeletor lived there. <laughs> <laughs> and every, everyone was really mad at me. <laughs> well, you might oh. have saved him, I mean, for all they know. Yeah, my auntie had to wait outside with him while everyone else went around the castle. <laughs> Did you make a point of making like Skeletor noises? Um, probably, yeah. I mean, everyone was so, people like the adults were so mad at me. I mean, what did you tell them <laughs> that for? Because it was funny. Uh, man, you I'm, know that, old, that you know that old quote of like, "Give me a child to the age of four, and I'll give you the man." Like, yeah. <laughs> right. So, getting back onto the little bits of news, um, UNICEF's now feeding kids from food banks for the first time ever in the UK. Um, so that's cool normal um 
Yeah. I mean, still, what what's the UK currently? I think the seventh richest country in the world or something, if you just take like total GDP. Some shit like that. Something around that. It's extraordinary. They've, they've given yeah. 20, 25,000 quid to provide 20,000 breakfasts in Southwark, where apparently like nearly, I think it's up to like half a million kids are like food insecure. And, you know, just like food insecure means they're not sure where the next three meals, I think, are going to come from. I think that's like the technical definition the UNICEF um, uses. Quality, but did you did you actually know that it's bad that UNICEF are doing this? I did not. Not. It didn't. Um, didn't Walter Snooty say it was bad? <laughs> yeah, um, Jacob Rees-Mogg called it Ed, politically motivated and said UNICEF should be ashamed of itself. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, because they should be they should be feeding. I think you said Nigerians instead. Because we can take care oh, of good. our own. Those were those were the exact words. We can take care of our own. We just <laughs> we just hell. choose not yep. to. <laughs> <laughs> but we can, so don't give us the money to do it. Fucking hell! Unreal. It's just like we could, but we don't. I mean, you should let us starve our children because we are proud Britain. I, I, it just I don't fucking understand this anymore. Well, on the subject of um, choosing to starve children, well, the thing is, it, he's annoyed about it because it makes the makes the Queen look like a knobhead. Do you know what I mean? Probably. Because, like, people, like, all those Americans that come over to, like, cry about Thatcher's death, they'll all be sitting going, <laughs> hey, have, you, have you seen this? Like, UNICEF's having to feed children. That that queen seems a bit, uh, seems a bit lax. <laughs> surely, that, surely that's in her remit. <laughs> no, there's, there's a whole, no, oh. they'll feel sorry for the queen. There was a whole spate of articles this week about um, how we should all feel very sorry for the queen because she can only have, like, Eight members of of the uh, the house of Battenberg attend to her at Christmas, and she can't even go to her favorite of the eight castles she owns. Oh, that's such a shame. Oh, no. Do you think her queen's speech is just going to be fucking angry this year? Do you think she's just going to get up on the, tra- on the TV and no, just like she she won't be? And I'll tell you why: her lawyers won't let her. I'm still in absolute fucking awe of that tweet. I, I still can't believe that. I can't even remember who the fuck that was now. What was the tweet? But it was about um, the Queen stopping Brexit. Oh, um, uh, that was, was Emma Kennedy. Hopeful. The Queen was going to... Yeah, Emma Kennedy. She was dead hopeful the Queen oh, was going to stop Brexit, and then she didn't. And then the excuse given was her lawyers probably wouldn't let her. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Famously, <laughs> as we know, the monarch is subject to the legal system of the UK. That's why she needs that yeah. driver's license and everything. Yeah, I mean, she, she oh, she's yeah. obviously she's obviously bound to be furious this year because, like, you know, COVID rules mean she's only allowed to like shoot six swans or something. Going back to starving kids, um, Welsh Labour decided that they were going to vote with the Tories against uh, Plaid Cymru to extend free school meals. So, yeah. Normal- just, cool. just. I think it has something had something to do with not wanting to give Clyde like a win or something, and it's fine if you know kids go hungry in exchange for that. It's cool. Mm. Um, and finally, in um, <laughs> stating the obvious in a headline <laughs> of the Year Award, MI6 may be committing crimes in the UK. Really? Surely Thanks, not. BBC. <laughs> Surely not. Well, technically, not anymore because. Those crimes are no longer prosecuted thanks to Keir Starmer. Um, but yeah, um, also a foreign agent may have gone rogue 
and committed very serious crimes abroad. Yeah, this is amazing. This was, I can't remember what the name of it is. It's something like the Intelligence or the Intelligence Powers Tribunal or something. They publish this report once a year saying, you know, um, whether or not uh, MI5 and MI6 have been good boys and girls. Uh, and essentially, it's I, I skimmed through it, and it's it's incredibly vague because obviously it's been released to the public, so there's nothing in there that can like confirm, deny, or like give you any actual facts. But it said something like, I mean, what what would what would an intelligence service rogue crime be in a foreign p- country? I can only imagine that what they've done there is they've helped a socialist get elected. <laughs> Now, it said something along the lines of, it, it, the, the only mention that it made was that they the crimes were very serious. So it's not... They helped, yeah, they helped the they've queens, helped a socialist helped, get elected. They helped the queen shoot seven swans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, a well, little bit of labour. Um, so, yeah, because the grown-ups they, are back in charge, aren't they? They have, and what they've done is um, they have introduced... The, the most motivational thing possible, KPIs <laughs> to the constituency <laughs> Labour parties, and they're now running um, volunteering as a call centre. <laughs> Full yeah, on I, rewards. I saw this and it was fucking incredible. <laughs> it's so I, I actually had to stop. My brain couldn't process yeah. new information for like Keith, a good hour Keith's after I'd seen this. Keith's going to need you to come in on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so, if... Right, if you're a member, and if you make 250 calls for the Labour Party, you'll get a thank you text. A text? If you make 500 a calls. Text? A text, yeah. If you make 500 calls, you'll get a note from Angela Rayner. Just run off her home printer. <laughs> Is it a fucking bank note? <laughs> no. Um, if you get a thousand calls made, you'll get a thank you call. From a member of the Shadow Cabinet, Ooh. which means you could have like Jess Phillips or Wes Street phone you up to congratulate you on phoning Lisa about Nandy the Labour Party. Lisa will call you in your town. <laughs> do you think there's like? Do you think there's a bunch of like new Labour saddles who are desperately, yes. desperately like fucking much like you know Gacha games have their whales who are desperately pouring money into this in the hope of drawing the thing they want? Do you think they're desperately trying to get the Jess Phillips phone call? I Just think, like. Um, I think those are called donors rather than whales. <laughs> this is a one-way system to becoming the photocopy boy for Wes Street. <laughs> All right, what's 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 your rewards, David? Let's keep going. Let's, All right, let's keep escalating. Fifteen, yes, that's it. Fifteen hundred calls made. An invite to a Zoom thank you event with Angela Rayner. <clears throat> oh, I could just see someone tugging their cock completely off at that. <laughs> 2,000 calls, a signed note from Keir Starmer. I would, oh, it would, it would be a treasured family heirloom. Do you, get, do you get to choose the content of the note? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say. <laughs> you probably, probably get decent money on eBay for, I was aiming at that cyclist, Keir Starmer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's My like name is actually Keith. He's, he's, he's probably going to, you know, get someone else to do it for him. And given his recent track record, it'll probably be Gordon Brown. And it'll just be a note saying, we're very sorry, there's no puddings left. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, that, I, I'd forgotten about that this week. So I assume Scottish Labour are, are electable again? <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll come back to this, Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not for this episode. <laughs> um, 
if you make 3,000 calls, you'll get a call from Angela Rayner. Who the fuck's going to make 3,000 calls in this day and age? (laughs) What fucking psycho sits there, like, just... Who even uses their phone for calls? (laughs) Now, the question to ask here is, do the the people on the other end have to pick up? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, there's no way you're going to get 3,000 people to answer the fucking phone. (laughs) To a number they don't recognise. The helpful reward infographic does not give us that much information. Only are, you to do, are you allowed to do all 3,000 calls as pranks on Keith? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just picturing someone like setting up a fucking robo-dialer to try and increase their odds, like a really shitty version of Bitcoin mining, essentially, trying to mine their way through the Angel Arenas to get to the Keith notes. Uh, I, actually, I actually missed a call at four o'clock this morning from a number that appeared to be from Chad. So, like, maybe that was maybe that was someone trying to get in at the ground floor of this Labour Party scheme. There's some fucking balding forty-year-old kind of, you know, like real Tony Blair stan is bitterly disappointed because you didn't pick up Janie. Well, that'd be twice today. I've annoyed Sonny Hundle them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, if you make four thousand calls, you'll get an invite. To a Zoom thank you event with both Keir Starmer and Angela Rayner. So you've first name they could have fucking, Do you know point. what I mean? At this point, they could have just promised anything. No one's going to reach yeah. 4,000 calls or more. They might have just asked, they might as well have asked you to ski to the moon. <laughs> but that's not all, though. If you are the number one national top caller, you'll get a VIP event invitation. There are no further details on what that event is. I've just seen the future. I've seen the future, and it's it's an argument. It's an argument in Labour where they have to rules lawyer. Is do you still win the top prize if nobody got to three thousand? <laughs> I'm gonna say they were gonna. They will say they won't. They'll just be like, no, the call from Angie Rayner, and that's about it. They just they've got what all they've got is they've got that one woman from like the my, the CLP meeting I was at last year who thought it was like it was uh, wildly inappropriate to to use words like centrist. <laughs> she, she'll, have, she'll have made like 20 calls and and then like they'll have to give her the top prize see I'm just wondering if they've salted their prize pool with Angela Rayner throughout to encourage people to keep going like oh god I can't fucking stop you I've landed on Angela Rayner <laughs> no, it, it's um she's, she's got a northern accent so it's like you know it's bait for all of the uh... no that's not why like Angela Rayner does all the jobs that Keir Starmer doesn't want to do when like have a northern accent. Islam- <laughs> yeah, have a northern accent. When an Islamophobia report comes out, get Angela to deal with it. Keel's not bothered. He's he's not having any of that. That's that's why she's all through this. But listen, they've thought about individualism and collectivism here. This is the Labour Party after all. Uh-oh. So there's also group rewards. Yay! So all right, got a new project for a podcast. Let's go. Oh, is this is this you can get your CLP like unsuspended if you make ten thousand calls? <laughs> if you are the third highest calling CLP, two hundred pounds of digital spend credits. What the fuck is digital spend? <laughs> no, but do you know what they're for? Because I found this out. Do you know what what you, where do you, you can, can spend? You, the can you use it? them? Can you use them to promote synergy? <laughs> I, yes, yes. You can, because if you will cast your mind back to last week's episode, uh, we talked about Labour Tat. 
Um, lanyards! You can spend them on lanyards! Yes, the only place you can spend the 200 quid is in the Labour webshop. Oh, fucking hell. So that well, is... I'm a, I'm a Labour gain. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have this in adult size, please? <laughs> oh. the, the adult baby phone in is back on. Yeah. So if you're, if, if you're, you're third, um, you could... For all your efforts, get forty Scott Labour lanyards. Amazing. <laughs> if you're the second place, and by the way, actually that would supply about four CLPs in Scotland. Um, if you're the second place CLP, a shadow cabinet member will attend one of your CLP meetings. <laughs> Lisa and Nanny will come to your town and cure you of scrofula by touch. Is the number is the number one result like a reliquary of Tony Blair? Do, you know, <laughs> no, the first place CLP Angela Rayner will turn up to your CLP. Oh meeting. my god! <laughs> I love that Keith can't even be asked to do like the most hype machine of the CLPs. He can't even be asked to rock up for that. Oh no, no, no! But he can, right? So if you do <laughs> sorry, five sorry, phone nights, right? If you do five phone banks, your local MP will attend it, right? Wait, if don't, you do why is your local MP banks, not attending phone banks anyway? Yeah. Yes. If you do 20, Shad Cabinet member attends. It says Shad Cabinet there, which is fucking horrible. <laughs> That's a, the thick of it thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Shad Cab, yeah. Um, <laughs> if it's your 50th phone bank... Angela Rayner will join. <laughs> and, and if you do, if you do a most... thousand, you get Shag Nasty and Muttley. <laughs> <laughs> if you do the most banks, Keir Starmer will join you. So I was half right then, but not half in, right. Not yeah, not in person. But... I assume he just he 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 warps in from like a haunted mirror or something, and he tells just you. No, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting this like a, a fucking cursed game FAQs guide here. Like to get Keir Starmer <laughs> to join your party, you have to do a thousand <laughs> phone banks. But 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 you have to do. You have to make sure that. You got either three hundred phone banks or a thousand. You've got to be in third place. You don't want to like land in the mid territory, otherwise you get a random <laughs> roll on the loot drop table and get a shad camp. Yeah, <laughs> Wedge Street and turns up instead. Yeah, just T poses through the doors. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! It's like hell. a pursued, um, pursued by the Hamburglar. <laughs> just just lying in bed, oh. and you suddenly hear, "Wake up, Labourite! We've got constituencies to call." <laughs> It's like a really bin being rolled into your CLP meeting and a hologram pops out of it of Kia Starmer going, help us, CLP, you're our only hope. It'll be... The way that it'll actually happen is the CLP secretary very deliberately in the middle of the table at the front of the meeting plops down a tablet and Kia Starmer's face pops up and the CLP secretary spends the rest of the meeting holding a physical phone up to the tablet for Keir Starmer to speak into. <laughs> See, I was just, when you first said pops down a tablet, I'm like, what, like fucking Moses? Like, here is a decree from the NEC, they have passed it on down. <laughs> well, on the on the subject of chosen ones, um, in June 2020, 
of people polled said that Keir Starmer looks like a Prime Minister in waiting and 32% said he didn't. In December 2020, 31% say that he does look like a PM in waiting and 43% say that he doesn't. So, He's got to get those shit. numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. They are. He should do more phone banks. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to win the prizes with those kind of numbers. But I'm now wondering, do you think there's a competition between CLPs to be exactly third? Like, sending their members to each other's CLPs to make phone calls so that your CLP ends up in third so you get the digital spend since it's the only thing that you can actually convert into something you can actually fucking touch. But just the I mean, I'm sure you can touch West Street if he turns up. <laughs> yeah, but who would He'll want to? He'll let you, surely. <laughs> I think he might demand it. Yeah, well, nobody else is going to be doing it, fuck's sake. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <clears throat> It's incredible. It's they have literally l- turned like labor volunteerism and electioneering into a, a call center reward program. I, I'm just yeah. In it's it's the worst this. part of minimum wage work. It's how least... many phone banks do these kids have to do if they want to see their dad? <laughs> <laughs> Less than Boris Johnson's, to be fair. <laughs> At 5,000 calls, you get a wallet inspection. <laughs> uh, they have, it, it, is, it is staggering how many of those rewards involve Angela Rayner. And it's just... It's incredible. It, it's because there is, there is a specific type of like centrist Labour dipshit who just goes wild for like any woman with a northern accent. And by think, northern, I mean like outside of London. Do you think, it yeah. might, do you think the programme might have been made by her and she's just lonely? Like, she's just really <laughs> fed up due to lockdown. She's like, I just, I want friends. Mm-hmm. All right, Angela. We'll, no, but we'll James, I think you were looking at it again. I think you're right. Because every second tier of the individual call sheet is with Angie Rayner. So I think there is like an escape button. If you don't want to talk to Angela Rayner, you have to keep calling. But no, it's because she's authentic. Like, they get they get too much stick on social media for, like, Sir Lord, like, fucking Keith of the Sith. <laughs> and how he's out of touch with a common man, but you know, like you can't say you can't say Angela Rayner's not common. Listen to I her voice. I love democracy. So it's lockdown again, maybe depending where you are. Um, so does yeah, anybody know like, what tier four? By this point, by the well, I was you say tier four, but by this point, we're probably all in like tier nine or something. The government's messaging just continues to be a fucking roaring success. I think we've managed mm. at this point to pull off a S rank combo, and we're on tier S. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm sure it can still go higher. Um, basically, all oh, yeah, of the southeast, a, including SSS London. To come. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, basically, all of the southeast, including London, has been put into um, tier four, which previously did not exist, but was made up to exist. Um, yeah, but it doesn't matter because, because they all got they all got on one train and left on Saturday evening. <laughs> yeah, <they're... laughs> hanging yeah. out the fucking um, windows as it just like slowly crawled to Derby. <laughs> the track just and... buckling under the weight of the entire entire population of Greater London just like sat on this one engine. The fat controller told Thomas he had a very important job to do. Thomas said, I'm not fucking doing that. They're not wearing masks. The fat controller said, you'll do it if you know what's good for you. You're the last train out of here. What, like Saigon? I'm afraid you are, Thomas. I'm afraid you are. Be grateful you have a job, Thomas. Well, this is all in response to a new strain of the coronavirus. Maybe. Um, which, uh, 
No, 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 no. It no. might oh, just right. so, it might just be Boris Johnson making it up to try and scare people because no, 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 right. That's he partly needs something true. to to he needs to feel something in his life, and this is the only no. like, way so, he can. The way that I'm reading this, and everybody now put your tinfoil hats on. There is a new strain. It is notably different. This is like the third new strain since the start of the year that we've noticed in the UK. How is it already. notably so different? Like, Does it have a little hat on? <laughs> Basically, actually, kind of, yes. Some of the proteins on the surface are different, so it looks different slightly. Oh, fuck off. Do you know what? I'm just so sick of, like, when I say something stupid and people go, yes, actually. What kind of fucking stupid fucking planet are we living on where, like, I can just predict things like that? You know what I mean? Has it got a little hat on? Well, yes, actually. Fuck you. (laughs) Has it got Uh, If you don't want to fucking answers, don't ask the questions. Yeah. I love um, how fucking angry so, you sounded there, Jamie, with that, yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, I shouldn't ask fucking questions. Questions will be the fucking death of me. Yeah, yeah, I should stop making reality, yeah. Yeah, just fucking, do you know what I mean? Every time, it happens every fucking episode, though, I'll say, I'll say something stupid, I'll think, this is like quite a childish joke, this will get me good for a chuckle, and everyone just goes, no, that's exactly, exactly well, well done on reading up on the situation. The virus has got a little fucking hat on. That's right, yeah. You need to ask us next episode if Henry Kissinger's dead. Like, you know, just like start start leveraging it. Yeah, that's it. This is how the lathe works now. Um just asking questions. <laughs> so there there has been this is the third variant now of it that we've had in the UK since the start of the year. Yeah, the it previous two had a any... crash helmet and a sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> so they said that this one was 70% more transmissible than previous strains. That might not actually be the case, though, because they're measuring it if off you want to at hope the point not for where... Derby's sake. <laughs> well, they're measuring it from the point where everybody stopped giving a fuck about the virus because we've been pissed about with, like, semi-lockdown the entire time. So that that figure that they've got there might not be entirely accurate. Um, and this has got to the point... This then led on to the EU... Um, not the EU as a whole, but a lot of EU countries closing the border, including France, which has caused the the big Kent lorry fuck up. Um, it's all just kind of happening at once. It's it's incredible, and I mean, like, you know, I really don't want to sound like a smug EU cunt, but I am a smug EU cunt. <laughs> so you know, it's just like, yeah, well, you'll not be so smug when we all come around and live at your house. So. <laughs> Enjoy it while it lasts. (laughs) Well, I'm no longer resident in the European Union, so good luck with that one. Where are you right now, Rob? I'm in Switzerland. Is there a castle in Switzerland? Uh, There's a whole bunch. All right. Does Skeletor occupy any of them? (laughs) I mean, for all you tell us, Jamie, yes. I'm sure we can vanquish Skeletor with the power of podcast friendship. It's fine. Just turn um, up and draw knots and crosses on his massive skull. <laughs> well, earlier on, um, the EU basically kind of made a, a declaration of, all right, we'll start to take these border controls away now um, because it looks like Boris Johnson just made up how severe it was. And again, with the tinfoil hat on, the reason that it looks like he did that is because all the Christmas shopping was pretty much done and all the planning and everything else had all been done, money was spent. Colour me shocked just at the point where they said, oh, we need to shut everything now. So, number has went up. 
Yeah, but you're discounting like all the all the bald dads who forgot to get you know their silently angry wife a Christmas present again this year, so they'll have to be without their rituals bath bomb or something. I'll have you know I bought her a fucking hoodie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so hang on, right? You're saying that he made up the lie to shut everything down after Christmas shopping has taken place. Yes. Why was the lie necessary? Because. A lockdown is actually needed because the numbers, like, even after they came out the last, like, fucking petty lockdown, they they were still massively up on where they were before they went into lockdown. Like, it hardly touched. In some places, actually, the numbers from after the lockdown were higher still than the numbers from before they went into that last lockdown. So it was, a lockdown was needed again, but you couldn't not have the Christmas spending period happen. But to be fair, like, I... Do the people, I don't know, the three of you, do you know what current tier your locale is in and what the rules are that, you know, are linked to that? Or do you just sort of vaguely go along and, and be James and sort of isolate anyway because I reasons? I generally know, but the only ones I really need to know, because I'm basically staying in the house all the time anyway, is that I'm a prisoner on pain of financial penalty in my council area. That's all I really know or need to know. Um, fuck you on Christmas Day. I'm not going anywhere for dinner, but I am going to the next fucking council over and I'm having a walk in that fucking park. Fuck you, Police Scotland. Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the Coca-Cola truck is probably stuck uh, in Kent as well, so I'm not sure. That's the last <laughs> thing those fucking drivers need. A bunch of pissed off pork cola bears. Just... <laughs> Cool, the bears. Huh, that works. Walking around. <laughs> oh fuck's sake! <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. Just, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it, we're in. I think we're in tier three, maybe. But I'm. I mean, who gives a fuck? Really? Is that is that the four star tier or is that the rank B tier? Um, your your guess is as good as mine. Do you know what I mean? Like, three who's stars. gonna who's gonna actually watch Boris Johnson give a fucking press conference every day and then try and like glean from that what the rules are it's best just to just fucking wing it do you know what i mean yeah yeah so what are the rules for tier three versus tier four i'm assuming one of you two knows this rob or david okay so under tier four restrictions non-essential shop hairdressers and leisure and entertainment venues so i'm assuming that includes little saint james uh must close with a new stay at home message introduced uh, you can still travel, but only for education or childcare. Um, exercise oh, in unlimited. Exercise is unlimited, so you can still go out for a walk. Um, however, you're not allowed to mix households. How the fuck? How the fuck would? How the fuck would they limit exercise? Are they like you can fuck. still do exercise in your house? Are they going to come around that's... and scream at you to stay still? <laughs> no, that's that's because your neighbours will phone up the police to grass on you, so it's to save the police having to deal with those phone calls. He's swimming in his garden again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all right. I think he's had a heart attack. It looks like it's a burial now. <laughs> okay, so tier four residents must not stay overnight away from home unless they are staying with someone in their support bubble and cannot travel abroad. So you cannot stay overnight from home, but presumably you can leave home to see... I'm very... This is fucking... 
what the fuck. Yeah, the thing the thing is the the whole the whole thing about like oh well you know like you can you can do this in tier three and you can't do that in tier four and my first is in orange but not in banana and all this other fucking horseshit is it all falls apart because they go oh you, you're allowed you're allowed to visit people in your support bubble and at no point have I heard anyone like give any kind of official explanation of how you set up a support bubble so everyone I know is just like doing what they fucking want and oh yeah they're in my support yeah. bubble yeah, yeah the off license that's um, my support bubble mate like you know what I mean just, the main difference, the, the the main difference between tier four and tier three in England, anyway, because it's a different system in Scotland. Of course, it fucking is. Of course, it fucking is. Yeah, Christmas is cancelled in tier four. Scotland is slightly, slightly more competent. No, no, it's no, not. It's just the same shit, but the numbers are slightly different. So in England, it goes tier zero to tier three, but now they've added tier four. In Scotland, it went tier one to tier four. Wait, there's no tier one or two in England. No, not just now. Oh, there was what? No, there, there there is a tier one and tier two. It's just no one's in tier one or two just now. Do you remember right back at the start of this when they just told everyone to stay the fuck home, and surprisingly yes. that worked until they went. Wasn't oh, God, that easy? Number sad. We need to we need to come up with some <laughs> bullshit to pry people out of their homes after telling them how dangerous it is. Oh okay, God. Uh, apparently, so far as I understand these things, the, the biggest difference between Tier 3 and 4 is that in Tier 3, non-essential shops are open. So you can go to... If your That's local the main Primark thing. is closed, you're in a Tier 4. If it's open, you're in a Tier 3. But yeah, again, but again, no, fucking again no, like, you can just do whatever you want with a support bubble. So everyone's just got... Like, my support bubble includes uh, Mr. J.D. Weatherspoon and William Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Mr. Weatherspoon is getting quite advanced in age and he really desperately needs you to come round and, you know, tend to him. <laughs> yeah. And all of this are right, coming right on the heels of, we'll be open for five days for Christmas so you can go cough in Granny's mouth, right? So, like, you fucking could bet a million on it that that was never really on the well, cards. Well, 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 you say that. You say that. In most of England, you can still do that, but only for one day. In Wales, you can only do it for one day. And in Scotland, it used to be five days as well, but now it's only one day. So you can still cough in Granny's mouth. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> as long as Granny's in your support bubble. It's like the Christmas truce, isn't it? <laughs> when our brave boys yeah, well, went and like, yeah. kicked a football around in some barbed wire. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They're going to go and play sports do you think, with Do you think before virus. they had that, before they had that like really inspiring like football match, do you think they like bothered to drag all the corpses out of no man's land first? Or would that have just put an unnecessary downer on proceedings? No, you, you, you pile them up and use them as goalposts. <laughs> you know, the joke is it was a section of the front where there wasn't really a huge amount of fighting because the, the trips couldn't be fucking bothered. <laughs> it would spoil the pitch. <laughs> I suppose. No, the, the trips in the area couldn't be fucking bothered and so they were like half-heartedly taking pot shots at each other even before it began. And then on Christmas Day it was a, basically a fucking anarchist uprising and when the brass got wind of it they did everything in their fucking power to like come down on them all like a ton of bricks and you know said you will fucking fight each other. Um, so you know this heartwarming... Instantly the 101st loved. Slacker Battalion <laughs> at it again. <laughs> but this is the thing, it's like, you know, this event where they all like to hold up and go, oh, wasn't it glorious and wonderful? It's like, yeah, and people were fucking court-martialed behind that bullshit. So, wow. like, you know. 
Yeah, boy. but you know, I if mean, this like, happened, if this happened today, like this year in I don't know, fucking Syria or wherever, it would just it would still happen. But they would insist on like having I don't know, sponsored by uh, Emirates Airlines or something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back. be. I'm going to be the talk- missile. The missile that they would use to drone strike them would be sponsored by someone. <laughs> I'm going to be really <laughs> honest, to guys. To prove how patriotic um, he is. Amazon's Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan down the side of the <laughs> sidewinder <laughs> just vaporizes the football match. <laughs> no, Jamie, it'd be oh. a Goliath missile. Anyway, no, but like Rob, I- I'm sorry to say this, but um, you know, I can't really see ISIS doing a fucking Christmas celebration. <laughs> Right, um, Rob, you as, as the appointed fucking Eurocrat, um, talk us through the Brexit things. Yeah, quickly. I'll keep it brief. Essentially, um, like even if there is a deal this week, next week, somewhere, anywhere before uh, midnight on December thirty-one, um, like there's a very good chance that what happened in the last like two days with all the lawyers being stopped and shit is going to be there for a few weeks anyway, because the European Parliament has said. A, we're going home for Christmas, fuck you. And B, even if we came back, um, there's literally no time for the official legal translators to translate like what's probably going to be like a, I don't know, thousand page document into all the official languages of the European Union and like have it scrutinized by the capitals, by the right lawyers and whoever the fuck is in charge of these things. So even if there is a deal, um, there will be a few weeks of of what I think is called limbo, uh, where literally there are no legal underpinnings for anything to happen, including trade, transport, flights, uh, finance. Like they'll make up some contingency bullshit, but like as of January one, whatever happens will be in space essentially. Fantastic. So yeah, and as far as I can understand from the last sort of goings on, is that it is genuinely about fish that that does appear to be the biggest sticking point. We are reduced to something that is smaller than the contribution of Warhammer plastic figurines <laughs> to the British economy, that that apparently is what's stopping it. Yeah, but we're going to send in gunboats. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That'll sort it, sort it well the fuck out. <laughs> I'll be honest, right? Obviously, what I'm about to say, I don't really want it to happen. So please, you know, you can at Wizard Cubes about it. <laughs> but I really fucking want to see the British Navy try and drive off, like, fishermen from the EU backed by, like, the French Navy, etc. I really want to see that. <laughs> I, I Like, it just, give me this. 2020 has been garbage. That would also be garbage. But it would be a very unique kind of entertaining <clears throat> garbage. I want to see that. I want to see where it goes. I want to see the reaction to it. Because I guarantee you it would play out like fucking brass eye with war. It's war. Over fucking fish. Over a cod. <laughs> to be fair, the last time you fought a war over cod, the UK lost, so... But, I mean, it wouldn't be any different this time. That's kind of why I want to see it. <laughs> see, to be honest, right, after seeing what, you know, elite mercenaries did up against um, Venezuelan fishermen, I would quite like to see the Royal Navy tested against European fishermen. Kind of, yeah. Like, I, I, just, I just want to see Boris Johnson go on TV and go, um, you know, I am here on behalf of the British fishing fleet. Beware, our words are backed by nuclear weapons. Like, I, I want to see that. 
Well, they could send the new um, carrier, uh, the the Queen Elizabeth, that that new fucking monstrosity that's being built for like a couple of billion. Um, and that thing is apparently now seaworthy, but the uh, the F thirty fives that are supposed to be on it, as far as I understand it, still don't work and keep decapitating pilots. So you could send a carrier; it just wouldn't have any Fantastic. planes or anything to do anything uh, with it. I don't know, actually. That might be super effective, like for all the fishermen going on. It's an aircraft carrier. Then you see something taking off, and like, all right, brace yourselves. Just a pilot's head fucking rains just down on them. I, down I would turn head. the fuck away if that was the case. <laughs> I quite like the idea of the the fucking death clock being moved one minute closer to midnight purely off the back of the whims of some red-faced cunt for Peter Heed. Yeah, just UK fisheries moves us closer to nuclear annihilation. I like it. I love it. I, love I mean, it. I I hate I hate to know things, but <laughs> isn't the isn't the whole isn't the whole fishing like rights thing just that like we sold all the rights to fish in our territorial waters? Yep. Like for magic beans, decades yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah, you did it in the in. It's the... much like the oil argument as well. Like it's yeah. all been sold to like foreign, like typically other Western powers, because like most of the oil is owned either by American or Norwegian companies. I'm pretty sure at this point. Yeah, it's like you would, you might think it was short sighted to like sell off like every single fucking thing in the country that wasn't nailed down, but we made a total of seventeen pounds ninety. <laughs> So and that was a lot of money. Are you back trying then. to tell me? Are you trying to tell me that Margaret Thatcher, the person that gave us the right to buy, made a mistake there? Yeah, David, you just made a whole bunch of Americans really fucking angry. <laughs> the <tearing laughs> the people's, <laughs> the people's princess. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Right. But it's, okay. it's not all bad news because the um, in case the whole yes, thing does is. turn to shit. Um, the Sunday Times put out a great article um, called 10 Ways You Can Help Make No Deal Brexit a Success for Britain. Oh, was this the, is this the one where they said buy a second house? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Fucking. They ugly. did say something even better, by the way, which I'll read to you over. No, I don't, think, I don't think they did. Oh, yes. <laughs> buy a second house is like fucking peak, peak British journalism. <laughs> No, no, no. That's number seven. Number four. Uh, I'll read it to you in full. Suck it up! Exclamation mark. With no level playing. Oh, this is fucking Hoover's, isn't it? Yes. Like buy a, a Hoover with seven hundred horsepower and a fucking turbocharger <laughs> and a Nox tank on it and stuff. Yeah. Vin Diesel just flying around your living room, robbing banks <laughs> on a fucking Henry Hoover. With no oh. with no deal agreement. I love to live on this normal fucking island. It's just it's never never a dull fucking moment, is there? With no deal agreement. We're all gonna die of scurvy in the next like three hundred and sixty five days, but at least the Hoovers will be fucking massive. Every time every time a pensioner drops dead, we just vacuum them the fuck up. Well you'll need to to get the lingering traces of vitamin C out of their body, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Hoovers that can turn pensioners into soil and green. That's the future. It's probably what probably what James Dyson's working on at the minute. It won't even be yeah. soil and green, no. This is the United Fucking Kingdom and it'll soil be soil and, and brown. brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, apparently the road to recovery will be done uh by buying cars made in the UK. Thereby you don't have to 
uh, pay any import taxes and you can help employ a vital industry and uh, you can get the car like within the next 10 years it's yeah not just like stuck on the back of a transporter <laughs> in kent so here's a, about that hoover point are they telling you to buy dyson basically uh, not anymore because Dyson moved its corporate headquarters to yeah, I was Singapore. Gonna, I was, so it I was going to say, yeah, and that cunt was very much in favour of Brexit, wasn't he? He was very much. Yes, it's, it's like the other fucker. I can't remember his name. Who was like, oh, we're going to build the next generation of cars in in Britain after Brexit because we'll be able to trade, blah blah. And now he's moved the new. I think it's like a next Land Rover or some shit that they he was promising to build in the UK and it's now going to go to Poland. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, my my dad campaigned quite heavily for Brexit and then moved to Ireland. <laughs> so it's like standard practice for that particular brand of dipshit. <laughs> he's just getting there ahead of the occupation force, Jamie. He's, you know, he's really bringing back the British Empire values. No, you, you don't understand how my dad works. Like, see, he's, he's, he's married to an Irish woman and he's moved like over to Ireland. They were, they were living in Scotland, but then when, once Brexit actually passed... He saw the writing on the wall, and they they moved to Ireland, and he he's getting a, like citizenship over there. But he'll have gone full native. Do you know what I mean? He'll be like bothering tourists in a little green hat with a, gi- a giant buckle on it, and like, <laughs> just the full works. Like he's an absolute fucking parody of the Englishman abroad. It's just fucking unbelievable. Like he went, he he used he, he married an Australian woman, and he moved to Australia, and he took up surfing. Do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he ever got as far as getting in the fucking water with a surfboard, but he had all the kit. I guarantee you, he bought all the fucking kit, dressed <laughs> like an absolute prick. Are you are you so sound because you basically rejected your father? Is is that like pretty, where pretty this comes much, from? Yeah, pretty much. When he when he when he moved to Scotland, he was like he he was fucking um, he, he was, was threatening in to come to my brother's tat shop that James was talking oh, about. Oh, absolutely! Like, do you know what I mean? Absolutely, he was. He, he, wouldn't, I did he was going to come. Guy looked a bit like the honey monster. But... <laughs> he was threatening. He was threatening to come to my brother's wedding in full like tartan in a kilt and everything, Jesus. and it what? was like. It's like you're not Scottish, you prick. Do you know what I mean? And he's like, "Oh no, I was, I was in the Death Watch." It's like, "No, you fucking weren't. You were in the band." <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it just it, his his military career. He was in the he was in the band in like in some regiment in Edinburgh until he, he got my granddad to like buy him out because he didn't like it. And then he was in the territorial SAS, <laughs> um, which I only I only found out. When, like, a while back, which, I mean, I say a while back, it could have been anywhere, any time in the past 300 years with the way time moves nowadays, we found out that, like, the the whole David Davies was in the SAS thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and then someone revealed it was actually the territorial SAS. And I I mentioned I mentioned to my mom, I didn't even know what it was a territorial SAS. And she went, oh, your dad was in it? And I'm like, whoa, stop the fucking presses. I need to hear this story now. Um, and, yeah, she so she used to call them the softest shites. <laughs> I'll be honest. Anytime you say territorial SAS, I just picture like an SAS guy in full like balaclava kit, just growling aggressively at like a letterbox. That's what I kind of get from it. No, well, I mean, picture picture a really sunburnt like ginger prick in a like in a kilt and Hawaiian shorts holding a surfboard in Ireland. <laughs> That, that's your that's your territorial SAS right there. Can I, like, can I just read sake. you? Sorry, can I just read you one more thing about yes. how you can make Bre- no new Brexit a success, and then we'll move on. Because I, yes. number eight, don't worry, be happy. No oh. deal. Oh. 
no deal tariff. No, no, it gets better. No deal tariffs could hike the price of French cheese by 40%. But that's the perfect opportunity to track British alternatives such as Somerset Brie and Camembert, Baron Bygold cheese from Suffolk, and Stinking Bishop from Gloucestershire. I, I think the <sighs> silence really says it all. <laughs> Yeah, love a bit of stinking bishop in the morning. That, <laughs> that's really what gets me going. Oh. yeah. So it's it's all gonna go great. Even our cheeses sound like like you know the fucking infamous titles of famous nonces. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, all, all those oh. fucking too clever by half um, craft beers started by two cunts from London with you know fun, funny titled uh, ales. Oh yeah, right, like Prince Andrew's finger or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that fucking one from Brewdog again? Uh, uh, Barnyard Castle Eye Test or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Brought to you, you said by Barnyard your f- Castle. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Is brought to you by your fucking favorite venture corporate corporation backed hipster rebels. Mm. Craft craft beer, craft beer is basically just like fucking the the alcoholic equivalent of lead by donkeys, isn't it? Yes. Craft <laughs> 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 uh, beer is basically the military wing, the paramilitary wing of lead by donkeys. One hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Well. That's the news. So, on to the sport. <laughs> oh no. Please uh, hold on talk here. about sport. Not just any sport, but the noblest and most aristocratically British sport there is. Gambling. Oh, I thought nonsense. <laughs> no, gambling. Podcast is, podcasting is practice in collaboration with Watt Thompson Bookmakers <laughs> is proud to introduce a whole new Beat the Bookie until his kids can't recognise him anymore section. <laughs> We've got all the tips and favourites for gambling on literal life and death circumstances and all it will cost you is signing over your endorphin release system to the whims of an industry that doesn't give a fuck if you can't pay the rent. It can't be all that bad though. There's former Labour MPs working for it. So take out a payday loan, log on to your favourite predatory gambling website and try not to get duggled by the bookie. Can I just ask, did you have this prepared before I went off last night? I didn't know. That's all right. I thought maybe I'd just, like, laid that in the fucking as well. Uh. So, what we're going to do here sorry, is we're going to have a little look forward. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just still need a moment to process what the fuck just happened. Oh, I'm glad that was a good bit. It was. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, all right. <clears throat> Been a good hip, twenty-four okay. hours for the old uh, the old podcasters' praxis crew. <laughs> the hits just keep on coming. Am I right, guys? I'm sorry. Can you just tell me? I, 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 did I? Did my operation I had this week? Did it go badly? Am I bleeding out? And this is like some hallucination. And you're all the djins and ifrits and like devils and demons come to torment me. Like, can you just tell me and we get it over with? Because at this point, I think I'll take the sweet embrace of fucking oblivion compared to the hellscape that I'm slowly descending into, where yeah, David is trying to encourage me Jacob's, to gamble. It's Jacob's ladder, but instead of a ladder, it's one of those plastic fold-away steps that your mom has for getting things off top of the fridge. 
oh fucking hell i did okay. feel like so, i was having a sort of seizure where my head was snapping back and forth really quickly while <laughs> david was reading that yeah. so yeah, it would you're fucking actually, fit james you're actually still in the bathtub this is just the final dmt hit <laughs> How fucking depressing is that? Like, you, you, you know, ah, oh, the sweet release of death, now for the DMT hit where I, I finally get to experience the inner nature of my soul. And it's you three fucking cunts trying to get me to gamble. Just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Right, let's go. All right, let's go. Okay, so, looking forward to 2021, I thought we would... Is a prolonged is a prolonged hallucination at the moment of death one of the ten things you can do to make a no deal Brexit successful? <laughs> oh. I figured we'd take a look forward to twenty twenty one. I'd ping some scenarios at you, and you can fire back your odds so that people can make their sensible gambling decisions. Oh, do I have to understand how odds happen. work? No, you don't. It's, it's it's like it's like the tier system. You just assign them to tier four or tier three. Just have to I, announce them at a podium. It'll look like I've been dragged through a hedge backwards and, and inexplicably it, yeah. also about to come. So all you really need is a podium, then, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So our first one, I want I want your your tips. How how do you feel about this happening? Joe Swinson becomes the new leader of the Scottish Lib Dems. What do we reckon? That's a very unfair question to ask those two, David. That that question is targeted at me. I didn't even know there were Scottish Lib Dems. <laughs> there are. No, I knew there were Scottish people who were in the Lib Dems, but I didn't realise there was a like a, a separate like thing, you know, like Scottish Labour. No, right, hang on, scratch this a second. You literally sat through an episode with us where I quizzed you all on who the Scottish leaders of different parties were, and we went over the whole Scottish Lib Dems and the Crofters thing. Are you telling me that you're not paying attention to this podcast at all? Are you sure that was me? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was you. Now, who's not paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm well, now, yeah, now that wondering sounds, that it, sounds vaguely familiar. I think I'm, I'm now wondering if involved. the DMT is running out and I'm just kind of like, <laughs> you know, the hallucination is breaking down. Okay. I'm, I'm actually going to give this uh, quite a, a high probability. So I'm only giving it. I'm going to say six. Uh, I'm gonna six. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. give it like less than one on one, so like zero point eight to one, like a very low probability. And the reason that I know this All right. is that I've just been to the website of ScottishSquirrels.org.uk, and there are increasing sightings of grey squirrels in Scotland. So Joe Swinson is on her way up to just commit fucking massacres. I'll give Excellent. you. I'll give you five against nine for it, David. Ooh, right. Okay. Next one, Joe Biden quotes Jordan Peterson in a speech. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Just, this really is, I'm being tormented by demons as I'm dying in the bathtub. That's, that's what this is. It absolutely is. Yeah. So I come mean, on, you what, keep, what's you the keep odds? Bringing, you keep bringing up Jordan's pedodles on the fucking pod. <laughs> Every time I just get the mental image of that guy from The Mummy going like, you must not read from the book. <laughs> Okay, legit, I now do think this hallucination is breaking down because I've got no fucking idea what that's about. <laughs> Odds on Jordan Peterson being quoted by Joe Biden in a speech. Intentionally or just accidentally well, while having like one of his many well, strokes? I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to give <laughs> it that think because remember, a... he unintentionally quoted Neil Kinnock before. So let's not read into that. 
no, hang on. Do you think it's like monkeys on typewriter sort of situation as he's sundowning, just a random <laughs> string of syllables comes together <laughs> to invoke the Peterson? Yeah, yeah. It could be for any reason, right? It doesn't matter the reasons. It's a very vague. Uh, well, I can I can absolutely picture Joe Biden at a podium with one eye, like incredibly bloodshot and bulging out of his head, screaming about meat. So yeah, let's, no, let's I, go with I, yes. I, I I can see him kind of going now. Now listen, fat the uh, the dragon of chaos is uh, <laughs> asking you to pick up your room. All right. Remember when we used to be we used to be men used to have, you know those good cars and well listen what I, what I'm talking about is um. Is a uh, woman? Woman? I mean, you can't. You can't trust women. Women are, are dangerous. <laughs> bye, bye, fellow Americans. Before we can bring democracy to the world stage, we must become lobsters on the ocean floor. Yeah, I think. Fuck it. It's going to be a one-on-one. I'm going to give it a very high probability. All right. I forgot. I forgot we were assigning numbers to things. <laughs> yeah. um, three stars on TripAdvisor. Three stars on TripAdvisor. Right. Okay. Uh, I give it a zero percent chance, like just right. not happening. No odds. Excellent. That I right. will not make you a market for that one, David. Okie doke. Suzanne Moore gets a job fronting a prime time BBC news show. Ooh. Does the BBC have any prime time news shows apart from the news? Uh, news night. On News Twenty Four, there's a there's a couple of named ones. There's Victoria Derbyshire. Um, oh, there's okay. um, she could be on BBC Breakfast. Like, there's a few options. I would give you, I would give you six to five in her favour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can can I give you uh, five to six for, for a slightly moderated bet that she takes over for Kate Burley? Ooh, okay. Isn't Kate Burley on Sky. Yeah, she but, is. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll accept that. That's a valid. Um, that's a valid bet. Yeah. Market sounds right. Um, Jamie. Uh, probably. Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> One cat in a chamber with a poison <laughs> pill capsule. Yeah, I'm not a gambler, <laughs> mate. I don't know how this works. Oh, uh, guys. Right. Well, I've got a. Should should I should I get on Twitter and at <clears throat> Tom Watson? <laughs> guys, I'm sorry. We need to stop. This is so cursed. My nose has just started bleeding. I need to go AFK. <laughs> I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Oh, actual oh, psychic no. damage. That's a first. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Just for any listeners out there, this podcast is not liable for any f- f- physical damage <laughs> that may occur to you while listening to this podcast. If I'd known I had the power to potentially kill someone <laughs> with a podcast, I would have done this years ago. Yes. Ah, oh, we would have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what they say when they get back. Like this is staying in. Yeah, this is absolutely staying in. <laughs> Just to fill some air while we're while we're waiting as well. You mentioned Emma Kennedy earlier in the pod. Yeah, yeah, um, yes. Um, did you know she was on Only Connect this year? What? No, right. She was on a team with Mitch Ben. 
Oh no! <laughs> and the first, the first time it, like the first time it, the first time they were on, and it cut across to show like the fucking the walruses or whatever, because they all like the Beatles. Um, and it was Mitch Ben and Emma Kennedy, and I just I went, oh for fuck's sake, and then had to explain <laughs> to the missus like who they were <laughs> and why they why they prompted that reaction. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that fucking clown. Um... Blah blah. During his something something show, annoyed at the fact that only a few people followed uh, Mitch Ben on Twitter, he planned to make himself king of Twitter by getting the show's 1.5 million listeners to subscribe to his account, thereby more than Stephen Fry, who claimed he was the current king of Twitter. Fucking hell! Ah, I I think I could easily kill either of those men in a sword fight. To be honest, so their claim to king of Twitter is on shaky ground. But carry on. Uh, together with his wife, Hillary Ben, no Hillary Ben, Jesus Christ, Mitch Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Ben runs another Twitter account called Things Greta Says, where they post amusing quotes said by of their seven-year-old. Of course he fucking does. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Fucking Christ. He must have written this shit himself. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> That's Marlene, you prick. Is that James? Is that James coming back, or is that someone like in the distance reading Matt Chorley's Twitter? <laughs> right, the next prime minister. So, if we're going to gamble that Boris Johnson won't last through twenty twenty one, we've got Pretty Patel, Rishi Sunak. But you know what? I'll go through these. I've got odds for these, right? So I'm just I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just give you these odds. So odds for the next prime minister of Jordan. These are actual like bookie odds. Or something. Boris. <clears throat> yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. David. No, no, these Pe- these are my odds. Jordan Peterson is not our fucking prime minister. We're not quite in that <laughs> darker timeline yet. <laughs> so this is multiple. This is multiple choice then, because I was going to suggest it's Ken Dodd's skeleton propped up like a <laughs> cadaver synod. <laughs> Oh, so Britain, the next Britain, Prime Minister. Britain's economy is going to boom off the back of homegrown, homemade tickle sticks. <laughs> okay, so the next Prime Minister, odds are Pretty Patel, 1-2. to two. Rishi Sunak, 1-2. to two. Jeremy Hunt, 3-1. to one. Michael Gove, 8-1. to one. A ghostly amalgamation of the victims of Ted Heath sent from beyond to destroy the Conservative Party in the country it governs. Ten to one. Are they all on the yacht? Is it going to be like that bit in Ghostbusters 2 where the Titanic sails into, into port? <laughs> oh, Liz Truss, 99 to one. So that's that's the official podcasting's practice odds there for you. I do have another couple of bets here just to say that no one is taking bets on these because it's just, it's not going to happen. Um, so that's both Labour being 20 points ahead in a poll and um, no one is taking bets on Marc Francois showing up to Parliament again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. So that's that's the sport. Oh, I feel I I feel very good. Thank you, Tom Watson, for, for making... This this very British pastime for normal people possible. Uh, Rob, would you like to take us through the last of the year's comment or commentary? Then yeah, all right, why not? 
Oh, fuck me. <laughs> so hang on, hang on, hang on. I thought we were getting the bets instead of comment or commentary. Are you telling me we need oh, to suffer no, through no, that no, as well? No, no, oh, it's no, Christmas. No. We've got to do two games. <laughs> yeah, this this is this is like fucking. This is Christmas Day with your like you know all, all your families gathered round, and it's like oh you got you know you got you got to play the Christmas games. Again yeah, you've got you've got to, got to set risk up on your uncle's forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait. All right. Rob Hattis. Round one. No child should go hungry, but I wonder, of the thousands of pounds spent a year, how many of them went on can we just Can we just stop for a second to appreciate that no child should go hungry, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. No child should go hungry, however. And no, chi- no. no child should go hungry, unless... Despite. No child should go hungry... Therefore, except <laughs> perchance, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going for commentary straight away. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'd like I'm, to I'm hear with... the whole thing first. I don't, I don't need to hear the whole thing. I want, I want like a link to it so that I can, I can like rig up a video of like the, you know, where it says no child should go hungry, and then butt fades into an orchestral score. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the fucking honking noises from Inception. <laughs> <laughs> no child should go hungry, but I wonder how much of the thousands of pounds a year went on fags, booze, Sky TV, and Playstations. Comment. Well, I think everybody else has already passed their judgment, or am I waiting for further comment? Yeah, they have. Yeah, the comment- yeah, commentary. Let's go. Uh, yeah, no, it was a comment left on the Sunday Times. Hell yeah. Um... Can someone work out the cost of each life saved? I'm afraid to say it won't be sustainable and cost-effective in the long run. If we save tens of thousands of lives uh, from corona, but can't afford the 140 billion annual NHS bill in a couple of years, that is a false economy. Commentary. Is this is this Brendan? Commentary. It's got a way for the Toby Youngs about it. It does. Yeah, it's one of the, it's I'm, one of those like I'm hearing con- the calipers from here. Arch contrarian <laughs> pricks, like. All right, so is it from spiked. So everybody says it's commentary app. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Is comment from the BBC Politics website. <laughs> oh god damn. <laughs> um, Was it a comment left by Brendan? <laughs> no. <laughs> Caliper lover sixty nine has logged on. <laughs> I no longer recognize the enthusiastic mother I was a year ago, happily celebrating Brexit and, ironically, the promise of freedom, one who literally wanted to party the evening away with Boris Johnson. He is nothing like the courageous knight I foolishly took him for. He rides a pantomime horse, and any joy I once shone with is now buried by the grief for all that we and I have lost. Okay, it's commentaria, it's in the spectator, and it's Carrie Simmons. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no commentary at the independent Jess Phillips <laughs> Jamie any guesses uh, commentary at it was commentary at but it came from conservative woman it was Claire Ball I, I don't know who that I might as well be a fucking comment because I have no <laughs> idea who that is uh, Carrie Simons is, for all practical purposes, a foreign agent. 
If Boris wanted to be Churchill, he would have identified long ago that the liberal left are close to taking control of the whole world. They've taken America, and Britain now stands alone. Oh, this this is a comment. It's my dad on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, phew, commentary. Co- comment from Dom Com Lover four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was a comment left on the website of the Daily Mail. and By Brendan's alt account, 420-gallon hat. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important that as we look ahead, uh, as we've done this, this episode, um, we finish on, on, on something else that looks ahead. So for the last round, time to seek new friends. What is wrong with a concerted diplomatic effort with the old states of the USSR or with Poland and Hungary? Russia itself has no historical baggage with this country, apart from a local difficulty in the Crimea. An Anglo-Russian concord would be a boon to peace in Europe and the wider world. I don't know, I'm so used to hearing Russia bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I it has to be really... commentary. I'm sorry, there must have been something wrong with my connection there, because... All I just heard was the sound of someone messily deep throating an oligarch's cock throughout that. <laughs> um, this was not from I'm a speech go, by um, Lord co- Lebedev of Hartford and Siberia, by the way, as is, I think, his correct title these days. All right. Well, that's uh, is that it for us? I think so. I think, yeah, I think that will round it off. Um, so, yeah, we will probably catch his next year. Yeah. Unless we get inspired, but that's like whatever. That's a bonus episode. So happy, yeah. Whatever it is you celebrate, uh, or not, whatever, up to you. Have fun with it. Um, I mean, we're saying this is the last episode of the year, but by tomorrow, like the channel will be on fire or something like that. Yes, <laughs> a meteorite has brought the dinosaurs back. <laughs> the fucking the Galactic Federation turns out to be real. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, if my we God. could live in hope. If we could only live in hope, exactly. Anyway, if the channel's cheerio. on fire and there's no Dover at the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, bye bye.